Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're bringing you in with the inaugural, The Spin, sponsored by our friends at Norvice. And what we're going to do during tying season is every two weeks or so, we're going to introduce you to a new Norvice ambassador. And for this inaugural episode, we've got a familiar voice, Shannon Big Mess Messer. How you doing, Shannon? Doing great. Hope everybody's doing well out there in podcast listening land. Yeah, and so, you know, folks obviously should know you one, because you're a celebrity, but two, because uh, every now and again, when Dale's off goofing off, you get to pinch hit for him on the Tuck Fly Shop Fishing Report and uh, wanted to ask you how your fishing season was this year. It's been an interesting fall, to say the least. It is November 1, and to put it mildly, the weather is relatively mild. You certainly can wear a short sleeve shirt if you would like if you wanted to wear flip-flops, you could like. However, on the flip side of that, we do need some rain. You know, water levels are low. A lot of the leaves are falling, so that's positive. But the water is extremely tricky. The fish are spooky since we're just past Halloween, making for some technical fishing. But never fear, help is on the way because the second rounds of delayed harvest stocking start started today, uh, which we're recording November 1. So by the time a lot of folks will listen to this, there will be uh, multiple stockings have taken place, which will greatly, greatly help the fishing. Positively as well, another point is the water temperatures are excellent. Um, So those things are going well, but a little bit of rain would help us. All in all, if you want to do some dry fly fishing in November, man, you got to be here to do it. Yeah, it's funny you say that because then, of course, two weeks ago, it was snowing in the high elevations. <laughs> Quite the turnaround. Um, but, you know, it, it's I tell people, look at it as half full instead of half empty. If you think about the previous years we've had, Marvin, and you know this as well as anybody else, there's been so much water, uh, for instance, the Tuckasegee River system that draws a lot of people to the area. Not all of them have a boat to drift in, and there's not... Uh, you know, a thousand guide service boats for you to readily rent to go float it. So a lot of folks depend on being on their feet and it hasn't been weightable. Well, right now, if you ever want to weigh the top, you can weight it and even possibly the lower Nanahela at times too, based upon their flow release. Yeah. And you know, the funny thing is, right, we start as we get closer to Thanksgiving, we start thinking about getting to the vice. What are you tying up? Well, you know, it's, it's a, once again, it's kind of an interesting time. Uh, you certainly can be tying up some blooming olives, which have been working exceptionally well. Little peacock caddis. One of my favorite is a little reaper midge. It's, it's a tiny little dry fly, but it's super easy to tie. It's not my pattern. I can't necessarily recall whose pattern it is. It works year round. Um, thread body with a little bit of uh, flash over the top of the body. It, it's it's kind of translucent, so you can see your thread color. A little crystal flash wing off the back and a little bit of hackle, and you've got a really, really good fly to fish it underneath or, excuse me, behind maybe a larger dry fly, maybe like a BWO, a caddis. Or if your eyes are really good, you can fish it by itself. And it, it does work year round. Uh, I do focus on it more this time of year through the winter, uh, of course, or some real, real picky fish in the summer months. That's a fun, easy one to tie to put in the boxes 
and you know, a lot of folks this time of year are certainly tying up the nymphs, but uh, I like to stay in that dry fly game as much as I can. Yeah, it's a fun way to fish for sure. And, you know, the thing we're going to do, folks, every couple of weeks is have these Norvice ambassadors share some tips that are going to make your life on the tying bench this winter and uh, early spring a little bit easier. What do you have for us, Shannon? Well, you know, we were you know, kind of talking and it, I think for us, it's easy to think, well, what what kind of tip can we share or what kind of piece of advice can we pass along to someone? And it's easy to take things for granted because we've done it for so, so long, Marvin. And, and it's hard to kind of look at it from maybe someone who's an intermediate or a novice uh, that's coming into to fly time. And what I see people struggle with is is something that I think it's intimidating that keeps them from doing it is parachute post. When they, um, whether they're using uh, natural um, calf tail, calf body hair, or even a synthetic material, is they do struggle a little bit wrapping the hackle around the post itself. But there's a couple of things you can do. And one of the, the easy ones to do is use a little bit of UV resin or some glue to fortify that post. That way, when you go to wrap around it, it, it provides you that solid structure, just like you would be if you're wrapping a hackle on your hook hook itself. So that's that's one piece of advice that I like to share with people who are, you know, getting into tying flies or even dry flies, maybe. Um, I know when I started and you go to wrap that hackle around that post and the post would bend with you. And some of you folks may be shaking their head right now. Yep, I've experienced that. Or you get to go on and your hackle would slide off, of course, and you'd be down to the point where you're ready to tie it off. And that's that's something that can really help you with that. Now, one thing about tying on a Norvice is um, you you can see I'm actually able to rotate that vice and wrap my thread around it and secure that post too, which is pretty cool. And I'll be able to demonstrate that. But as far as a tying tip right there, that's one that can make uh, you know tying a little dry fly parachute post a little bit easier for you. And that could be said too, potentially if you're using the um, if you think about posting up some uh, wings that you're making out of uh, elk hair. So if you're doing like a humpy style pattern when you separate those wings, so kind of using that a uh, little bit of that UV resin or super glue on those parachute posts right there can make that a little bit easier and a little bit more enjoyable for you. Yeah, it's also funny too, right? Because the nice thing about even though calf tail can be a complete pain to tie with sometimes, mm-hmm. it, at least it's mm-hmm. got a little bit of texture. Some of that synthetic stuff gets really slick, and so that resin or glue really helps. You're right. And I think people are often intimidated by natural materials. They feel like the easy way out is using synthetics because they can trim it. They don't necessarily have to worry about what length they're using so they can make those final adjustments. Calf tail is a great item to tie with. It uh, floats exceptionally well. If you've got white, it's not been dyed any colors. It's super bright. It's just got that natural brightness about it. And at the end of the day, let's just face the facts. It makes a great looking fly. But if you can minimize that difficulty level with it, it will make it so much easier to tie with. I prefer the natural materials over the synthetic in some cases. And this is definitely one of those areas where I feel like natural outperforms the synthetic. Yeah, absolutely. And I know too, you're going to put together a video and we're going to post the video with this tip 
on Norvice's YouTube site. So folks, you'll be able to, I'll drop a link in the show notes. You'll be able to head over there and actually see Big Mess uh, show you the tip on YouTube. And, you know, Shannon, before I let you go, you want to let folks know uh, where they can find you during the day. And if they want, or if they can't find you during the day, where they can find you digitally. Yeah, man, that's, that's, we'll do that, Marvin. We'll share that information with everybody out there. During the day, I I do work at Tucka CG Fly Shop. I have for several years. And if they want to contact me directly, the easiest way to do it is just email me. That's my first name. It's Shannon, S-H-A-N-N-O-N at tuckflyshop.com. They can find me on Instagram at Appalachian underscore flies, F-L-I-E-S. Uh, Appalachian, like App State, A-P-P-A-L-A-C-H-I-A-N. Uh, and then also on YouTube, I have a YouTube channel that kind of says Big Mess slash Appalachian Flies. They can find that up. There's some kind of some fishing videos on that deal there, Marvin. They can kind of see me in my element out here in the National Park, uh, you know, throwing some dry flies if they want to get in, get in on the action. Yeah, and I'll drop all that stuff in the show notes. And, you know, folks... Um, I hope these tips help you stay tuned. We're going to do these all the way through the month of March. And, you know, one thing I always say is fall is my favorite time of the year to be on the water and you owe it to yourself to tie something out up and go catch a few tight lines, everybody tight line, Shannon. Same Marvin. Appreciate it.